Good morning, welcome back to the Space Between, where solutions always have room to grow. I'm your humble host, Sean McClellan. Would you guys do me a favor, get on over to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a rating for the show, subscribe, so you don't miss a future episode. I would greatly appreciate it. And when you are ready to work with me and create a virtual stage for yourself and blast your message out to the world, linkwithshawn.com. That's S-C-A-N, linkwithshawn.com. Let's have a conversation. I would love to meet you, hear about your dream. Your purpose, why you think you've been put here on this planet, and see if we can get you gaining some momentum, all right? I want to talk to you guys today about something that happened the other night on my anniversary dinner. I took my wife out to a place called Porterhouse Steaks, and uh, we had a server, a young lady by the name of Angela, and you know, my wife, you know, she understands what I'm doing with the podcast, but I don't think she's ever really seen me in that kind of mode where I can just connect with someone, a complete stranger as it may, and get them to just kind of open up and talk about some stuff. And so I kind of, I could I put kind of put on the space between uh, alter ego for our dinner and started talking to this young lady, you know, I started asking her about, you know, Christmas and the holidays and kind of the same stuff I've been talking about, like, why do we, you know, why don't we live with intention and purpose and effort and, you know, just every day of the year instead of just Christmas. And she, started telling us about her father um, almost died over the holidays. And, you know, she just kind of, she kind of uh, threw a curveball at me, which I, I loved it because it opened up the dialogue to talk about God and faith and prayer and all sorts of interesting things. And her father, her father made it, but she was like, you know, during that time, Sean, I really, nothing else mattered. Nothing else mattered. I didn't worry about, my, my kids so much. I didn't worry about uh, my friends. I didn't worry about like all these. She started listening to, like all these material things, right? She realized that life itself and family and relationships was what's, is what's the most important thing. And man, it just, it was a great conversation. And when she walked away from the initial share, my wife looked at me and you know, I could kind of see water in her eyes. She's like, I love you so much. I'm like, I love you too, man. I said, do you see now, Lori? Like, do, do you see? Do you understand? Like, and she, she'd never seen that side of me before. Like, and I'm so glad I got to show it to her because she's known me for 20-something years, guys. We've been married for 13 years. We we dated uh, about 10 years prior to that. And, yes, I drug my feet for a long time before I popped the question. But, like, she knows me better than anybody on the planet outside of maybe God and maybe my mom. Um, but... For her to see a side of me that she hadn't seen and to kind of evoke that emotion out of her, man, it was just it was just a magical moment. But she says something to me and she said, you know, people want to share their pain. I said, hmm, that's very interesting you would say that because this this young lady, Angela, she was sharing her pain. She almost lost her father. I mean, she was like, they were trying everything, you know, to try to get him something that was going to keep him alive. So they had this medicine and, you know, he had, I think he had COVID or something like that. And they were just like throwing all this stuff at him to try to, something to work. And there was this one medicine, like it's 50-50 chance it's going to work. You know, so they were like, do it. You know, well, yeah, whatever, 50-50, go, yeah, go for it. And it, it ended up saving his life. He's fine now. But I started thinking about that, and what she said to me is like, people want to share their pain. Not everybody wants to share their pain. A lot of people want to suppress it. They want to suppress it um, and not deal with it and move on from it. They want to hold on to childhood trauma, maybe even adult trauma. They want to 
shove that void with alcohol or drugs or food or pornography or shopping or whatever, man. You know, whatever whatever you can fill that hole with to make yourself feel better temporarily. Like, people don't want to talk about their pain. But some people do. And I was in pain for a long time. It's pain with my addiction. I was in pain with my trauma that I was um, not really even aware of until I started going through a lot of counseling and therapy to really help me assess why I was trying to escape all this pain instead of addressing it head on to to process it and move through it. Now I know, which is great, but the damage was done. You know, I, I was in pain for a long, long time. Pain with identifying who I was. I didn't know who I was. Um, you know, and you start lumping feelings of inadequacy and unworthiness and not good enough into that. Then you start trying to fill that hole pretty quick with whatever you can, because I don't know any human being on the planet that, that wants to feel not good enough, unworthy, inadequate. I mean, we are, I mean, we are just amazing creatures. Let's just be honest, guys. We have a super computer in our brain and we can pretty much do whatever we want to do but the problem is most of the time we talk ourselves out of it we talk ourselves out of it we we talk ourselves out of becoming who we're supposed to be in this life because of things we've been told maybe the people you're hanging around that's going to be the biggest determining factor of you pursuing your goals and getting to to any destination like if you got a dream like i think most people dream they have a dream they have a vision they start down that path and i think they eventually arrive but i, I i'd be i'm gonna say 100 percent safe to say that it doesn't look like what the individual thought it was going to look like when they started down that path i think you'll eventually get somewhere if you stay committed to the process if you stay consistent, if you stay in the game, if you keep growing and keep learning, keep asking questions, keep trying stuff, you will eventually find some sort of success. It might not be the way you thought it was going to look, but the pain, you need to you need to attach that pain to the process of what you're doing. To remember, as a reminder, of what you've been through, what you can overcome, and who you can help during that process overcome whatever it is you've been through. I don't know what you've been through, but I know that if you've been around living for at least 30 to 40 years, maybe even 50 years of life, you've been through a trauma. You've been through maybe the loss of a parent. Maybe you've been through the loss of a loved one. You probably lost some animals along the way. You know what it's like to feel pain and sorrow and grieve. And gr- you know what it's like. Here's the thing. You're still here. You're still here. It's not a coincidence that you're still here regardless of what you've been through. How many people could you help get through that thing? Whatever it is. I don't know. Bankruptcy, divorce. I don't know. I don't know. You're the only one that can answer that question. But it's your story. It's your message. It's your lesson to teach. So go teach it. And when you're ready, I would love to help you create a virtual stage for your story and your message at link with Sean dot com s-e-a-n link with sean dot com okay book a call get on my calendar let's have a conversation don't take your message with you to the grave okay don't leave anything undone in regards to your life and your story don't do that don't go to the grave with regret don't sit around wishing i wonder how different my life could have been if i did xyz there's only a small window 
for you to take a chance and get out of the starting gate and start living life on your terms. Stop playing safe. Stop living small. Like, stop doing that with your one shot. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to the people around you. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to God. He created you. Give him the glory. Let him work through you. You owe it to him. I owe it to him. You know? So, I really hope the message hit you guys today. It was heavy on my heart about a conversation I had with Miss Angela and her father and how sharing your pain can be helpful. And, you know, when you do that, there's a lot of healing in that process. And when you're ready, when the pain of moving forward is less than the pain of staying where you are, link with Sean.com. Let's have a conversation. Get on, get on my calendar, okay? I would love to meet you, hear about your dream. I would love to hear your story, all right? If you guys do me a favor, also get on over to iTunes or Spotify. Wherever you listen to podcasts, leave a rating for the show. Subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. And we'll see you next time on The Space Between.